Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Ali Payani. He's the co-founder and CEO of Lookin LA and the founder and CEO of Fortment Inc., as well as a public speaker. Ali, thanks for being on our show today. Thank you, Christopher. Thanks for having me. So first, let's talk about your own journey, because I think you mentioned that you just came to L.A. only a few years ago. Right. Uh, three years ago, actually. I moved from Dubai to Los Angeles to, have, uh, yeah, to my company. Dubai, in case our listeners have never been to Dubai. Is it a cool place, not a cool place? Is it good for business, friendly for business? What, what's your vibe on Dubai? Well, it was really cool. Uh, I would say mainly for established businesses, you know, that would be really cool. And uh, you can have a little big network there. But as a startup, I think it was not a good uh, idea to grow there. You know, so it would be a better option to grow your startup in uh, in U.S. Interesting. What's one thing that you learned in Dubai that you think you might want to share with a business owner? Because, you know, every place in the world has different ways to do business. But what's one thing that you feel that was interesting about Dubai? Main thing in Dubai was the multi uh, multicultural, you know, was like, small place with a lot of people from like all over the world you know from europe from us so it was really good to see like a teamwork and then understanding the other nationalities and the people the way that they think and the importance of getting like opinion and work with the multiple people with different opinions and uh, behaviors you know and understandings yeah and why did you choose to come to la uh, initially, I had my company in AI, uh, developing an air quality. So I came here straight to San Francisco, went to the Uber conference, and I met to, with some Persian entrepreneurs there, and we discussed the uh, AI projects there. So uh, that's why then I stayed in Los Angeles and established my business here. Nice. What's one thing about AI you think is fascinating for people that might not be really aware of AI and what it does? Well, to put it in simple word is like to make sure that you get the most accurate decisions, basically, or increase the accuracy of the results. So, and then make it also faster. So this is what we're looking for in terms of like role-based or AI or, you know, like the decision trees, basically, that you develop for a software or even like uh, as a workflow for the process of your company. You know, I think it's very important for people to, make sure that they get the results faster and uh, more accurate. Yeah. So I see that you have a bachelor's in computer science and a master's in information technology. So when you're studying that stuff, cause I'm not a computer at all. Like I took one programming computer science class in college. I'm like, Oh my God, I went to the bar. Right. So we all mm-hmm. have a different skill sets, you know? <laughs> yeah. So for you, when you're studying it, I mean, did you see that like for you, like AI was like, Whoa, this is pretty crazy about like what's moving in the future. Yeah, well, actually, my bachelor uh, was also specialized in security. So I did a, some also projects in using AI in security softwares back day in my college. And uh, I, I see it still in the, as the future, you know, like AI machine learning. And then uh, all that is really a future. Yeah. And uh, that's the same thing with the look in LA. You know, I see like a marketing opportunities, business growth that I can help companies to achieve. So the first thing was, let's do it with AI again. Yeah, it makes sense. It's like, when you look at Amazon, right? If, if I buy a book, then they have all these things on the behind the scene of AI that creates all these various uh, 
suggestions to me, right? But a lot of that true. is all like machine learning, right? Or, or, or AI? Is that yeah, or true. They, un they actually examine and understand your behavior. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And Facebook does the same and Apple and all these companies do the same. So how do you go about helping your clients specifically since you're a digital marketing agency, like you're a computer guy, but then marketing again is the other, it's like right brain and you're like left brain. So I'm just curious, like how do you yeah. go about helping your clients with your data-driven digital marketing agency? Yeah, so like two years ago was the time that we, actually three years ago was the time that we established Look in LA as a data-driven marketing. I uh, co-founded with a friend of mine here and uh, we wanted to be a data-driven to make sure that we get faster results and grow the company faster. So usually they ask me that, hey, Ali, we are here in the US for like 10 years, 15 years, and we couldn't like grow your, the company in the size that you have now. How did you do it? I would say, the strategy that we design is based on the data. And then when it comes to the execution, the marketing also is again, based on the data, monitoring, optimization, and all that. So this is the key here, you know, to understand the data. And uh, so I really improved my knowledge in marketing. You're right, you know, I'm a computer guy, I was an ex-programmer and all that. And then, um, well, the other maybe, Side of my brain also works in creativity, you know, I'm kind of like uh, doing uh, some art also in the, my, as a hobby. So it was, I really liked the marketing as the understanding how to grow businesses and also how to grow the agency, because I think growing an agency is really important. That also helps you understand every other industries and businesses. So Absolutely. I would say, yeah. So I would say we were really successful because we, designing and developing a marketing a strategy based on data for the clients before the execution any marketing campaign and then when it comes to the marketing executions also we make sure that we follow the data analyzing it and then optimizing the campaigns and improving it so this is a key here you know so not all the companies can use and understand the data maybe because of the tools that are available they can uh, implement it but understanding the data and what is going on and then, you know, and then what should be they do or what should be done to improve that um, campaign or like the business, that's the uh, key that maybe needs like more knowledge in business. No, absolutely. What you provide, I can't say more that it's so important. I've worked with many digital marketers and the one that worked really worked well, because again, it's all about studying. Like back in the day, let's say you're in LA and if you drive over at uh, Santa Barbara Boulevard crossing the 401 highway and you see this big Bijan billboard, but it's like, yeah. who cares? It's a billboard, right? right. But um, in your case, you know exactly who they are, their age, their gender, you know, down to like what actual iPhone they're using or Samsung they're using. So it's just so amazing. Cause again, our listeners, a lot of times, unfortunately, when I talk to people who are like 35 or 40 years and older, they kind of know about digital marketing, but I don't know if they know how granular it gets. So can you share with us a few examples of these success stories? Again, uh, we want, you know, you've, you've given us a macro view, which I appreciate, but share with us a few clients that you've worked with and you've said, okay, this is how we helped it with their email campaign or their you know, pay-per-click or the SEO. Like, can yeah. you give, give us some very specific case studies of your work? Sure. Uh, well, looking at is a full service agency. So the number one is I figure out the very first days that in order to grow someone else's company, you cannot do only like SEO. You cannot only do social media. You have to handle 
everything. So we became the full service marketing agency. That's one. The second would be as a case study, I would say like our clients come to us and say, hey, we wanted to um, increase our sales in 2020 in, but by five times, for example. Uh, like online sales by five times, retail maybe like uh, two times, or the B2B clients, they, they say- well, I, like, I, want, I want a specific example though. Again, I, I will give me oh, yeah. names, you know, but just give us one really standout. It's like for us, if I tell you, oh, I help speakers make money as a speaker. So one 20 year old client make $4,000 for his first, you know, so just very quantifiable example. They talk about data, right? So I want to hear data. <laughs> yeah. So what, what, what we like do is first we analyze the companies. So we find out, for example, one of their products being like seen by the specific demographics that they have a specific interest. So we apply that interest and behavior into video productions, and all the campaigns that the no, uh, but can you give one specific example of an actual company you work with? Like I, you know, I can hear what you're saying. Current yeah, yeah. You don't need to say their names, but again, it's very helpful for our listeners to get. You know, like I said, here's a 20 year old client I work with. She didn't know what she was talking about in terms of her expertise. I helped her find her expertise, and she was able to speak at IKEA. So it's a very specific case study of a client that I work with. So for you, you've been doing this for three years. So I want to know, like, you know, what what client that you work with? You don't have to name names, but where they were when they started with you, maybe they're at a half million or a million, and then you help them get to a certain million and because of the things you worked on. And, you don't, and obviously this is a more in-depth question, but just having a more specific example is very helpful for our listeners to just really appreciate you and they can hire you, you know? Yeah, yeah we, we use the actually analytical tools to predict the behavior of one of our clients, shoppers actually, their customers. So we found out like what type, type of blogs they actually reading, you know? so you know, we find out like all the blogs and the video games or the YouTube, you know, all this stuff that they are looking at online. We gather all those information and we start like, when it comes to the targeting, we use those like the platforms, you know, we use those like areas that we found out in the, our analytics. And that actually increased the sales by eight times for the uh, Q2 and Q3 in 2019. And uh, that's, I. Uh, Actually, like, again, as I said, like applied in all the platforms. Nice. If we wanted to give you like a specific um, example without like bringing names, again, it's really different in B2B or B2C. Like when it comes to the B2B, we're working, one of our clients is a big background check company. And then, so what we did was we applied the account-based marketing. So we analyzed the companies that they wanted to work with. We find out exactly who's, uh, the decision maker are in that company. We found them. We understand and we study their behaviors. And then when it comes to the marketing, you wanted to show like if I'm targeting Christopher, you know, I want to know exactly what do you want to read? What do you want to see? Or what do you want to watch? So I don't want it to target you with you know, some information that you don't like or do you don't have any interest to see or read, right? Using those information that would be in the form of blog, that would be in the form of maybe a video, like the checklist to download or any. So I bring you to the marketing funnel. So this is what we did for the, actually my client, that uh, we find that like the people, we categorize them in three tiers, tier one, more valuable, tier two, tier three. This is account-based marketing for B2B companies. So this has increased the lead quality, high quality lead generation, you know, and uh, by five times. 
for the other B2C clients is the same thing. So you find out exactly a ad like in YouTube can work for the demographic of 25 to 30 years old who are in, who are income is like between 40 to 20 percent top in the United States and they are male. And then we find out exactly what the states they live in. So we direct only the campaigns in B2C to those demographics in those states that increase the sales by, by over 10, per, 10 times. Nice. That's awesome. No, thank you so much. Again, we're having those examples really helps our listeners just really dive into your expertise. So how can our guests stay in touch with you? Uh, they can go to lookinla.com and they can have like a, fill up the forum. Let's talk. You know, we have a really great team here. You know, we always ready to work remote and now we are really fine. We're giving a lot of like advice, consultation and uh, to the businesses, especially in these times in pandemics, how they can revise their marketing strategy. And uh, we really grow our clients' businesses now in the last two, three months, B2B or B2C. We know exactly what should be done. So they can go to the lookinla.com and then click on let's talk, you know, fill up the form, give us their information and we'll be in touch with them. Or they can even directly email me at ali at lookinla.com. Great, Ali. Thanks so much for your time. Have a great day. Sure. You too. Thank you.